know the vibes. We're back. <laughs> Welcome to the Hoop Genius Podcast, sponsored by NBA 2K23. Mo Rootsy alongside the one and only BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Real name, no gimmicks. That's about all I have to say today, Mo, because I stand corrected. I mean, you're absolutely right. So I'm just going to let you, I'm just going to let you, the floor is yours, my friend. Tell us what you saw, what you see, and why the Miami Heat are going to win this series. I mean, I told you guys this yesterday. What is the word, PJ, that I use to describe the Boston Celtics? I use one I word in particular. Remind me. Turnovers? What's the word? Unserious. Oh, okay. Unserious. All right. They are not a serious team. They're not. They're just not. What's the point in having home court advantage if for a second straight series you lose game one? What's the point in having home court advantage if you're going to turn the ball over 15 points at home? What's the point? Let me ask you this. What's the point in having an amazing first half, right? A first half in which... You have a 40 to 16 advantage of points in the paint. You have a 19 to 8 advantage of points off turnover. You have Marcus Smart throwing up 10 assists in the first half alone. And yet you're only up single digits to then go on and give up 46 points in the third and lose at home. What's the point in letting the Miami Heat score 46 points in the third quarter and not thinking it's a good idea to call a timeout at some point. PJ, I want to read out a list of possessions to you that happened within about a two-minute stretch of this game. Horford turnover, Tatum turnover, Brogdon misses a free throw, Tatum turnover, Brogdon misses a reverse, gets an offensive rebound, and then a Tatum turnover. That's all in the space of a two-minute stretch. I just don't think this team wants to win. I think this team is just, I don't know. I think this team wanted their offseason to be in the last round. <laughs> Somehow ended up in the conference finals because they're not serious. They're not serious whatsoever. You're playing against the Miami Heat. Now, respect to the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler is amazing. 35 points, you know, six steals to go with seven assists and five rebounds. He's fantastic. Jimmy Butler's doing what Jimmy Butler did. But that's expected. Bam Adebayo gets 20 points. Okay, cool. But then you let Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, and Kyle Lowry all score 15 points each. If you want to beat this Miami Heat team, it's inevitable that Jimmy Butler is going to go get his. But you can't allow those other guys to go out and get 60 points between those four role players, I said. There was one possession that really annoyed me. There's Caleb Martin, I think, on the three-point line. And there's Cody Zeller on the three-point line. And I think, was it Brogdon who was on defense? He runs to Cody Zeller, leaving Martin open in the corner. This is the Eastern Conference Finals. Your execution has got to be better than that. We're seeing Jason Tatum turning the ball over in the fourth quarter with just basic mistakes. There was a play where he caught the ball, pump faked, jumped in the air, and then landed before the ball leaving his hands. You're a superstar. You're traveling 
in the fourth quarter. You're going to be traveling home pretty soon if you keep this up. Boston Celtics, 15 turnovers in another embarrassing loss because I told you this before the game and before the series, they are an unserious team. And that was that. What did you see? Well, uh, well this is this is your world. I, I, I'm i going to let you... This is your world. You, I mean, you, you just gotta, you just gotta grace us with your, with your wisdom. You gotta grace us. I mean, <laughs> you, you, I mean, you called it. You called it. I mean, it's clear. It's clear to me. Give us the vision. You called it. I'm. I. I, I got. I got to. I got to defer to you. I got to defer to you on this. They're not serious. They're not serious. Uh, they're not. They're not serious. I'm going to say something here. My UK fans will understand. It felt like Ivan Tony was playing for the Boston Celtics tonight. BJ, do you know who Ivan Tony is? Uh, I'm, I'm, no, I don't. He's a Premier League player who just got suspended for eight months for betting on games that he played in. That's the only way I can explain how you have such a good first half and still lose this game. It makes no sense. How does Marcus Smart have 10 assists in the first half and one assist in the second half. I don't understand. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But it is what it is. Um, it is It is what it is. What can I say? They won three of the fourth quarters. Three of the four quarters of this game they won and still lost the game. Okay. Cool. Well done. <laughs> They were probably inspired by the draft lottery that happened yesterday and they want to go and get a pick. It's too late to get a draft pick. Pathetic team. Yeah. Well, I want to say this. No longer am I ever going to refer to coach Eric Spolster as coach. <laughs> That's a master. I mean... I mean He's, He's he's a master. He's a master at his craft. To his credit, to, to in all fairness, should I say, it's pretty simple stuff. The Celtics went on a seven and zero run to start the fourth quarter. He called a timeout within ninety four seconds. Okay. To me, that's not masterful. That's just good coach. That's just normal. Well, uh, uh, Joe Mazzula okay. called a timeout challenge. You can't no. take them home. Why they don't oh. carry on to the next game? Why, why, uh, why do I defer? Why do I refer to him as a master? The things he did tonight was just masterfully done. He he knows his team. He knows what they do. He knows the matchups he wants to get to on the floor. Defensively, he's dictating how you are going to run your plays. And game one is always a tricky game because. You don't know what to expect. Now, I expect Boston to be much better in game two. Why? Because now they have a reference point. They know the task at hand. They're going to have to do some different things on both sides of the basketball. But in saying that, Master Spo, that, that was a, that every coach, and every player should be required to watch that game. When you see how hard you have to play, P. 
people talk about culture, right? What is culture? Okay, well, let's let's talk about what is culture. Culture is about the hardest working, the best conditioned, toughest team mentally and physically, and the most unselfish team in the league. Those are the four things we saw tonight. In addition to that, Spo, like, he, 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 I mean, when you say a full 48 minutes, he's there. When you say he understands how to manage time and score, he did that. When you say he's, he does everything possible to go out there and give your team and allow your team to win, he did that. Coach Spo is just, he's a master. He, he, he is, he's beyond now coaching. You have to match him because he's winning now with players that they're not as, they're, they're not as individually talented as the opposing team, but as a team, wow. Like you, you could see the power of a group. Right? You you see the power of being connected. You see the power of when everyone is on the same page. This is just, he's just a master. He, he has, he's in the rare air now of where the best have ever done it. He's, he's in there now. He really, really is like, wow. Like his timeouts, his, his play calls, his philosophy, his schemes, his game plan, substitutions. I mean, he's just, he he just, he, he's at the top of the game now. He's, he's up there now when you say, hey, we saw him coach. You and I are 10, 15 years, however long he's going to coach. When he's done, we're going to say, hey, we saw Coach Spo. And this guy here was, well, he, he's one of the best. So congrats to Miami. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> I'm just as stunned as the Boston Celtics. I mean, it wasn't just one guy. I mean, they were spreading the wealth. I mean, everyone got in on this. I mean, they had a masterful game plan. Bro, I was I was they, expecting at, at some point in that third quarter, I thought Udonis Hassan would get garbage time in this game. That's how disgusted I was. Well, I, I well, you know, as they say, Bo, sometime when Big Mo starts rolling down, and I'm not talking about momentum. I'm talking about big mo <laughs> momentum. When big momentum starts coming down, starts coming down the hill, mo, you got to get out of the way. They got that thing rolling. I mean, mo, sometimes you got to. Hey, big mo was in the building tonight. Big mo came running, running down the hill, mo, and no pun intended, but they had it going in the third. Mo, they had that thing going, and Jimmy Butler initiated or participated it seemed like in every play he initiated the offense he finished the offense he stole the ball he made free throws he just seemed like he was everywhere it seemed like he just i mean when you say will the game they got, got it they they had it they had the right plays the right calls i mean mo i it's been a long time since I've seen 
them, they start to screen roll on one side and they just keep screening until they get the right guy who they want to go at. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they just, I mean, and they're doing it with just like, it just, it, they're, they're just, they had it going tonight. So let's get to game two. Game two can't come fast enough. On the other side, we talk about how great Eric Spolster is. I'm confused because. Oh, no. Joe Missoula. You said you said Miami was going to win. What are you nah, confused about? I'm confused about some of the decisions. I'm not confused about the outcome. I'm confused that Joe Missoula decides to go to Peyton Pritchard to get minutes off the bench. As soon as he did that, Jimmy Butler targets him and hunts him down on back-to-back possessions on offense. I don't know why Peyton Pritchard is in this game, respectfully. Respectfully to him. So you've only, you've bought three guards off your bench. You've bought three point guards off your bench. And that's your rotation. I don't understand. You're playing these lineups against Jimmy Butler where they're primarily guard-heavy lineups. Rob Williams only played 25 minutes. Al Horford played 32 minutes. So you're playing lineups that are very guard-heavy. And you think Jimmy Butler's not going to attack? the smaller defenders to get what he wants. Collapse your defense. The Miami Heat shot 52% from downtown. Maybe, just maybe, a little Grant Williams, maybe, to contest some shots. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit of size might help. I don't know. What do I know, BJ? What do I know? I mean... Well, okay. So, I'm going to say this. I've been saying this is the first game of the uh, of, of the first round. You can't win with seven guys. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Like you can't. It, it, it's if you're going to make a run, Mo, you you you, you got to figure it out. Like you just have to figure out how to play. I mean, how many guys did Miami play? Eight, nine, eight or nine guys tonight. You know, can you can you look that up, Mo? Yeah, they, they played nine guys. Okay. Their their roster is completely they're depleted. They have guys out because of injuries, and they're playing nine guys. I don't. Well, I said this the first game they played the first game against Atlanta. They won by forty or something, and I was like, "Oh, that something doesn't seem right to me." However, they got to find how to get Grant Williams and these guys to be contributors for the remainder of the playoffs. You just gotta you gotta. You have to have a minimum of eight, nine, ten guys if you're going to go through this thing. I'm not sure what's going on. And you're going to have to give different looks, right? There, there's going to have to be different looks. Because when you, when they, when they make an effort to start targeting people, Mo, it really, if you, if you can't guard someone, Mo, or as we like to say in the NBA, whatever weakness you may have, we're going to find it in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. The ball is always going to find the weakest defender and whatever weakness you have on your team, offensively or defensively, it's going to show up. So now, Mo, they're going to have to figure out, are we going to do some zone coverage? Are we going to do some, you know, boxing one? I don't know, but they're going to have to do something because right now, Mo, they're spreading them out. Well, speak, and speaking of zone, them. the Suns got to figure out a way to beat that Miami zone because... In the first half, they did a great job at it. In the second half, like, I don't understand. If Marcus Smart is playing 
maybe the best half in terms of making plays for his teammates that I've seen him play. 10 assists in the first half. And then in the second half, you go away from that and you let Jason Tatum, the human turnover, make plays. He had four turnovers and one assist. What kind of ratio is that? And you, you're you just putting the ball in Jason Tatum's hands and trying to let him go to work. It's just not a recipe for success. Here's something that's interesting. Out of all the teams left in the playoffs, the Denver Nuggets, 8-0 at home. The Miami Heat, 6-0 at home. The Lakers, 6-0 at home. The Boston Celtics are 4-4 four and four at home. Over their last 22 home games in the playoffs, they have a 500 record. The home court advantage, as great as it is being in a TD Garden with the atmosphere, the home court advantage simply doesn't exist for these guys. Why don't they like winning at home? I've never seen anything like it from our top seed, a high seed in the NBA playoffs. One more, you and I have had the luxury of being in the building. That's a tough place. It's a tough place to play. It's, it's, it's tough. That's a that's a tough place to play. Okay, and that Celtic fan can that Celtic fan base. I mean, Mo, think about all of the incredible players they've seen play in Boston over the years. I mean, this is the same team that they were like number one for practically eighty percent of the year, and they were getting booed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, the players came out and said, "Hey." All right, come on. Like, well, this is a tough fan base, okay? Let's make no doubt about it. Getting to the finals is not – they'll boo they'll boo the team if they get to the finals and don't win it. I mean, this mm-hmm. is a tough mm-hmm. – so I understand why they're 4-4 because, Mo, like, they get to the finals last year and everyone's like, okay, and – they're like, well, what are you guys gonna do? Are you gonna win it? Exactly. So okay. So there's a different level and there's a different expectation there. And with that comes pressure. And you can see tonight, especially in the third quarter, the pressure of having to perform got to them tonight. I mean, you could they they had a little well, it's little not mini just tonight. There. It's not just tonight, BJ. Well, outwardly, you let, let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Last season, just one year ago, in game one of the conference finals, the Celtics at home against the Heat, May 17th, precisely one year ago. The largest deficit of the game was 13 points. And the Miami Heat won that game. In that game, the Celtics won every quarter, except for the third quarter where the Heat went 39 to 14. Tonight, the Celtics win every quarter except for the third quarter. The Miami Heat win 46 to 25. It's as close to a carbon copy of that game as you can possibly get. It's like they copy and pasted it from exactly one year ago. You would think. All right, so what's your point? That you learn. What's your point? You would think that you learn. If you played this team learn. in the conference finals a year ago, the, the Miami Heat are relentless. Well, Mo, this is they, a totally different Heat, team. No, 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 it's not. Because the Miami Heat are principled. They go hard on every single possession. They go after every loose ball. They target the weak defenders in the offense. They're going to find open shooters on the wings to shoot those three-point shots. They play the same way every possession down the floor, every game in the playoffs. If you played them last year and you knew how game one went last year, you've got to stay locked in. 
Just because you have a nine-point lead at the half, you can't come out and relax. Maybe the games in the States are different, but this is a totally different team. They're running different offensive sets. They're running different things. Defensively, they're doing different things. Cody Zeller, Kevin Love, they're bringing, you know, Laurie off the bench. Matt Struess is playing a prominent role. I mean, this is just a different team. I mean, just a year ago, Bam was, you know, he wasn't as aggressive. I mean, tonight I saw the guy go coast to coast. I was like, oh, okay, Bam. You know, I mean, this is just a totally different team. And, I mean, they, they, you, you can tell, like, they, they're playing with a new level of confidence. Confidence is a funny thing. And this is a very confident group for whatever the reason may be. You know, Gabe Vincent, I don't remember him being the starter last year, but maybe, maybe he was. I, I don't recall him being that. So this is a new group, new team. However, I still feel that Boston, they have the talent to bounce back. And, and, you know, now they know what they have to do. And now they just have to find the right matchups. I mean, Spo was the difference makers tonight. Now they have to figure out how to counter that and get the right matchups that they need because they have the personnel to do it. However, tonight was their night. I mean, and they made shots. I mean, they really shot. I don't know what they shot from the field, but they made, they really made timely shots and big shots when they needed from a number of guys. It wasn't just one guy. And, you know, and they got to figure out what to do with Jimmy Butler. I mean, as good as he was on the offensive end, I mean, six steals, Mo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Mo, that's a that's a lot. I mean, Jason Tatum, I don't know how many turnovers they had, but I remember he had two or three crucial ones down late. Yep. Down the stretch. He had four times. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just for reference, last year, Max Drews and Gabe Vincent both started that game one. Mac, uh, Gabe Vincent even has 17 points. Today he had 15 okay. points. So like, like, you know these guys can play. You know nothing's going to be easy. You know just mm-hmm. having a lead isn't safe. Even though some of the personnel is different. Miami played with the same philosophy as they did last year. It's the same philosophy that they're playing behind. Uh-huh. It's just right. mental lapses from the Boston Celtics. I mean... Well, it's easy. You know, I, I, I always give human error is is a beautiful thing to me because you learn from it. That's how you learn. But, so, you okay, know okay, Jason Tatum, you, you learned from having that game in Philly where you didn't hit a shot the whole game, you came alive in the fourth quarter. Then you have that masterful game seven, like a super sub performance. Tonight, four shots in the second half, zero shots in the fourth quarter. If you're the superstar this team, you got to demand shots. Like you can't just be turning the ball over and being scared down the stretch. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Like, okay. Like I've been in too many of these games to know. Game one is in some regards, game one is probably one of, if not the, the toughest game of the of the series, right? Because you don't have anything to go on. You just kind of like filling it through. Mm. So, all right, you you if you're gonna steal a game, that's the best game to steal. Why? They, n- no one knows what to expect. It's like you know, it's like a, a fighter. It's kind of like you come out the first four or five rounds, you're just filling the guy out, right? You might get a hit, you might get something that gives you an advantage, but for the most part, you know, you kind of proceed with caution. So great job by Miami. Great job now. If they do this in game two, you got my attention. 
Because I, I, I can assure you this. I could easily, easily see this being 2-2 at the end of, end of four games. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. Now, I don't expect Boston to lose the next game. I don't expect them to lose the next game. I, now, you know, this is this is kind of their their little thing. They, you know, they could have, you know, Mo, they could have had what the Warriors had in the last series. They had a little hangover after game seven. Could have. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows what the situation is? But I do know this. They have a deeper team. And the further this series goes on, I expect the team with the depth to win. Spo played nine guys tonight. I'm concerned because Spo knows that he needs more guys to win this series. Now, see, this is what gets me a little bit. Spo is playing nine guys, and he has guys out. Our guy has a full roster, and he goes seven guys he, or he goes he went eight he tonight, plays three guards off the bench so so i'm saying like i i mean you just can't do that like when, when you have an injury prone center and a 36 year old power forward you, you you just can't you you gotta but but again spo is a master this is and 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 and, and coach missoula i know he's a young coach i think he's a good coach he's learning but this guy spo is a master Okay, he's a master, and he had that team flustered tonight. He had the Boston Celtics flustered. He had them flustered. Yeah, so, and it's, again, it's simple things like getting back in transition. There was no urgency. The Miami Heat were getting easy baskets, getting back in transition. It's closing out to shooters. It's you know giving up offensive rebounds. Like, well, Mo, it's hard to close out when you have, you don't have the when you don't have the right matchups. That's just what I'm saying. Like. Both. It, it, it's it's okay. We're gonna close out the shooters. Well, if you have Al Horford on Matt Struess, and Al Horford is the only big on the floor, he has to make a decision. Either he's gonna allow them to pick on Pritchard, but and because they know they got to help Pritchard. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- this was there was a lot of things going on here. So it's not as simple as close out. No, Coach Missoula and his staff. We have to get the right personnel on the floor, first of all. First of all, we got to match up properly. Whatever they feel their matchup is. Because if Pritchard is going to play, let's say he is the guy. I don't think he can stay in front of Jimmy Butler. I think that's an advantage. So what somebody's got to help him. So you we're going to live with Jimmy Butler getting two because he can shoot over the top of this guy mm-hmm. and he can go by this guy. Or we're going to help like Al Horford did and we're going to Give up the three. I'll say it again, boy. You got to take away something. These guys are really, really good. Tonight in the chess match, Master Spolstra was victorious. Now, we have to make some counters. I say we, because I'm picking the Celtics still. But they're going to have to get the right personnel so that you can have the right people guarding the right people. Matchups are the key. And if they don't get the right matchups, they'll find themselves now in a real deficit. 2-0. Because the, the, the Miami Heat know that they can shoot, get threes, or what have you. They have an advantage. Tonight, if you didn't know, 
they had an advantage on the perimeter and in the post. They didn't like contain Bam, and they didn't contain the perimeter, and they didn't contain the three-point shooting. And and, and listen, l- listen to this, Mo. I don't know what the stats were, but let's let's look at this as I'm talking. One of the emphasis for the Boston Celtics is to get up threes. How many threes did they get up tonight? I bet they probably didn't get over 40 threes. Tonight. They got 29 threes compared okay. to 31 for the Miami Heat. And so, the Celtics shot 10 of 29, 34%. You can't stop these players, Bo. But you can take away something. That's not an accident. <laughs> okay? I, 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 I say these things just so you can know this guy, Master Sposter over here, said we're going to take away one of the things they do. I think they do really well. They probably shoot more threes or as many threes as probably anybody in the league. Both. They took that away tonight. Like, they just took that away. So what? The Boston Celtics didn't even get to their, like, main thing. They like to shoot threes. They like to get stops. They like to pack in the paint. Rob Williams is the dominant defensive guy. They didn't play their style, their brand of basketball. That's not an accident, Mo. Like, this this game tonight was not an accident. They did not get their rhythm. And by all accounts, they had a really nice first half. Think about that. Yeah. Okay. So the best thing we can do, Celtics, brush it off, learn from it, get you, get you, get ready for game two. Because now the series is starting now. Now, Mo, you're in a fight. <laughs> okay. Now you're in a fight. And trust me, trust me on this. They have a plan for game two. And right now, the plan is working for the Miami Heat. Okay, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I am. I must admit it because when you see someone take away something, all right, this wasn't like an accident. This wasn't like, oh well, they just had a good game. No, they, 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 they had a game plan. Game plan well executed tonight. Well, speaking of game two, we're coming up tonight. We've got the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets going into Denver for game two with the Denver Nuggets holding a one nothing lead. What do you expect to see from this one from an adjustment standpoint from let's start with the Lakers perspective? Well, they had a lot of success with Rui Hachimura guarding Jokic. Okay, that's what got him back in the game. Now, that was the matchup that works for them. Why? Because now you have LeBron at his size guarding Michael Porter Jr., you have Anthony Davis guarding Aaron Gordon, which is a nice matchup for them. And now you got the guard matchup, depending on how you want to do it. Austin Reeves, you know, and, and those guys out there, D'Lo, whomever, against, you know, Jamal Murray and, and Contavious Pope. So we know they can match up with the team. The Lakers were sensational in the second half in their half-court defense. Okay, now that's that's a big thing. Now, here's the thing. If they're making shots and getting to the free throw line, that allows them to play five on five. I think the Lakers can match up with them. However, if they're not getting shots, the one thing that really was kind of disappointing, their transition defense to me 
looked really bad. It was sometimes they didn't even get back on defense. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Lakers. Yeah. Now I get it. That that altitude is a real thing up there. <laughs> okay, I get that. However, give those guys credit. They found a way to hang around, hang around, and before you know it, it was a tight ball game right down the stretch with a chance to win the game. So we're going to see offensively what we're going to do with, with, with the Joker because they did a nice job on the Joker, right? I mean, Joker had a huge game, but there were some moments in the game where you're like, hmm, Lakers look like they figured something out on both sides of the basketball. And offensively, they targeted Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And they were they had success with it, right? Especially they, LeBron they, James. Yeah, they had success with that. Now, let's see how this plays out. Everyone's going to, you know, bring out their, you know, everyone's going to come out there and, you know, and, and, and figure out what they're going to do. Dennis Schroeder, D'Lo, all these guys, they have a big task ahead of them because they're the, they're the frontline defensive players versus – uh, Jamal Murray. However, the Denver Nuggets are going to have to figure out what they're going to do with him on the other end. Now they have a they have a defensive guy, Bruce Brown, who's he was terrific in the last game in his minutes, very productive. But I'm really looking forward to the game because you know what, Mo, it's gonna it's gonna be a battle. I don't think there's a significant bat- advantage for either team, other than we know that the Joker is probably going to be a dominant player, but I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to duplicate the 40-point game. I don't know how LeBron James is going to respond only on, what, with two days rest. Well, what, Playing, you know, Him and AD both played 40 minutes in the altitude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I don't know how that's going to be for them playing every other day. I don't know. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, but I do know Denver, they seem to just play. <laughs> it doesn't matter with them. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. They got a big. I don't think if they – I think now that they were up big, lost the lead, I think they will be more guarded if they get up big to not relax, Yeah, which is a good sign. Like, I love – I, I also you, think, like – When you win and and, you, and while you're learning. I also think, like, you know, with the adjustment the Lakers made, put Rui on um, Nikola Jokic to allow AD and that to be off the ball, Mike Malone didn't make his adjustments there and then. He just kind of rolled with it. Whereas now he's got all the game tape to go back at. He can adjust. You know, we spoke about yesterday, the different things you can do with Aaron Gordon um, when AD's guarding him to kind of make him more active to stop AD being allowed to roam on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm okay with that. That's, I mean, you may know. I, I'm okay. I'm leaving him there. Why? Because offensive rebounding to me is part of the offense. That That's – I want him – because the other guy – Jamal Murray's not going to offensive rebound. Contavious Pope's not going to offensive rebound. Jokic is probably going to have the ball nine times out of ten. Mm. And Michael Porter is a three-point shooter. So if Aaron Gordon, to me, is not in the offensive rebound, who's going to offensive rebound? Because mm-hmm. that's how they won the game. They won the game because they were out re- they out rebounded. What was the what was the rebound numbers? For oh, this they game? crushed them. They crushed them on, on the they boards. crushed them. So okay. AD's Roman. Great. That's even better. Who's boxing out Aaron Gordon? Mm. I'm okay with that because I got a chance with the what's the name's going to shoot over 50%? Jokic. Joker. So, and then the other 50%, I got a guy who's got a 40 inch vertical standing right by the basket. That sounds like an advantage for me, but that's just me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the other guy is guarding Michael Porter Jr. at the three point line. 
If so, your shot gets blocked again, or they steal the ball, you call, there's nothing to offensive rebound. Well, okay, he blocks two or three shots. All right, let's say he blocks three shots. He's going to block right. a few more than that if they keep playing like this. Who? Who is he? Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about Joker, man. He, he was okay. He blocks five shots. The guy gets up 25 shots, so that means 20. That's it. He shoots 10 for 15, so that means he's got 10 opportunities. Mm. Shoots 10 for 20. So yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. He gets five offensive rebounds. He gets three, four blocks. All right. Big deal. But what if he does it? If you're the Denver Nuggets, how do you prevent LeBron James from picking on Jamal Murray? Well, there's 15 ways to defend a screen role. <laughs> this is the first generation that doesn't know that. They're just it's not a, like just default. Yeah. <laughs> there's like 15 ways to guard a screen role. And then this generation is like, Switch. No, like, Switch or yeah, like, <laughs> imagine this mode. You can fight through a screen. What? What? What is that? What kind no, of coverage no, is that? They, they don't do you that can, anymore. You, they don't do that. Yeah, like, uh, that's, like, that like Mo, you can, Mo, believe it or not, there was a time where you actually would fight through a screen. Believe it or not. I don't believe you can, it. <laughs> you could fight over the top. You could, you can go one man remove. You could go two man remove. You could go help and recover. You could trap and get back to your own. I mean, Mo, like, I, 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 there's like 15 ways you can trap and rotate. Mo, there's like you, you, you can, you can get to the everyone. So once they see the play coming, everyone gets to the elbows and stay mm -hmm. home. Like Mo, there's so many things you can do. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's not like, well, well, this is unbelievable. If he walks by him, you got to switch it, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to switch it. The Sometimes guy they switch him. before the screen's, the screen's even set. That's what like. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Mo. So again. Like, believe it or not, Mo, they have options. But if they choose not to do it, then that's their choice. I'm yeah. not saying one's better than the other. But, you know, believe it or not, you can, they can, they can, Mo, guess what they can do? They can even have a different, they can even match up differently so that they take away the scream altogether. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's all, there's all, he, he's got about 15 different options he can do. I mean, Mo, it, 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 this isn't anything new. What is new, they can go red. They can go blue. They can just force him, all, say, keep the ball on one side. I mean, Mo, they're, they're so, coaches have done everything possible. Now, <laughs> is, is, this is the first generation where, where if anyone walks by another person, you automatically switch. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's very, in my opinion, that's very irresponsible. Well, you can't guard, you can't fight through a screen now. Well, why not? It's not like LeBron James is just going to come off and just shoot it. If LeBron James just dribbles up to the three-point line and shoots it and makes it every time, God bless him. I haven't <laughs> seen him do that for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a guy do it in 20 years. Like, make me adjust my make me adjust my scouting report. Like, okay, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm not coaching. I'm just sitting here watching, but yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, all right, guy, they're, they're running a play. Like, you don't have to switch, Mo. There's mm -hmm. no rule that says you have to switch if a guy walks by you. Yeah. You can actually get through. I would love to see more NBA teams not doing that, but uh, this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in now. Um, I'm excited for the game, though. Let's see if the Lakers can tie it or the Denver Nuggets remain undefeated at home and take a 2-0 lead. 
we'll be back tomorrow with more breaking this down so make sure you subscribe to the show and um tell a friend tell a friend and all that good stuff most importantly until next time you guys know the vibes get buckets